Welcome to Homeschooling Co-op Style, a weekly podcast hosted by Pat Wesolowski. Pat began homeschooling her nine children more than 25 years ago. It didn't take her long to discover that co-ops were a perfect fit for her educational goals. Co-ops allowed her family to study together with other families, creating a safe and friendly environment that was conducive to honing public speaking skills. Sharing responsibilities with other parents lessened the stress and the workload. After years of organizing and orchestrating a variety of co-ops, Pat is here to encourage, teach, and promote homeschooling co-op style. Hello, and welcome to Homeschooling Co-op Style. We're going to talk about starting off 2015 with a bang, because you may have fizzled out in December. Whether you are just now considering homeschooling, or are new to homeschooling, or have been homeschooling for years, Starting off a new year is always an opportunity for change that brings about success, joy, and less stress. Interested in hearing more? I hope so. If you're pulling a child out of school at this time of the year, then take it slow as you get reacquainted with being with one another. Take the time to find out your child's interests and learning styles. Take field trips. Read great books together. Play games and have fun. If they're in high school, then spend time discussing and planning a successful high school experience. The plans will depend on the path your student's planning to take after high school. We'll talk more about that a little later in this podcast. If you've been homeschooling but it's not been going well, then ask yourself why. Is it the curriculum, the schedule, or is it because of relationship issues? Are you trying to do too much and be the principal and the teacher more than the mom? Regardless of your goals, family comes first and your responsibility to be the mom is more of a priority than academic goals. Getting a breached relationship repaired will do far more for academic advancement than any other solution. Perhaps your fall started off with a bang, but then things went downhill fast, particularly around the holidays, and that's normal, and now's the time to pick it back up. Renewed interest may be all that's required, but a change in schedule or curriculum may be necessary as well. Talk with your students and ask them their most and least favorite things about homeschooling. Listen with an open mind. One child may thrive on science study and experiments, while another child would love to be immersed in all things art. You can devise a plan that fulfills your child's interests as they learn about new things every day. Are there days where you feel like nothing more than housework was accomplished? That's okay, too. Raising children who are prepared to run a household is vital, especially in this day and age when many teens do not even know how to cook, clean, or do their own laundry. My 7-year-old grandson is already doing his own laundry from start to finish. Many hands make light work, and there's few reasons why your children can't pitch in and help out. And, believe it or not, learning to run a household is a great life skill and one that future spouses will appreciate. If the academic path your family has been on seems boring to you, then do what I did, and you choose the subjects according to your area of interest. Believe me, if you're enthusiastically learning alongside your children, that enthusiasm will rub off. Be creative. Incorporate field trips, movies, arts and crafts, and more into each lesson. While your children are younger than high school age, feel free to be laid back and flexible about the academic structure of your day. Once your child reaches high school age, there are certain subjects that must be covered in order to provide a transcript that meets your state's academic requirements. Now, prior to high school, you're free to enjoy the academic right. Depending on what your child is going to do post-high school, you want to be intentional about preparing them, whether it's college, internship, owning a business, or jumping into a career. That's not to say you can't be creative in fulfilling state requirements in such a way that the experience is still enjoyable and low stress. Here's a suggestion. Spend January having fun while you seek to discover what makes your child tick. What would they love to study, and how do they best learn? If they love video games, 
Then center your curriculum around video games. Research the history of gaming. Discover the who, what, when, and where. Use a map to pinpoint places you come across in the research. Evaluate the games. Interview a gamer as well as an employee of a gaming company. Research how many new games come on the market and how many are successful and what makes a game successful. Study the story of the man who made the phone app, Flappy Birds, and find out why he removed the app. What's going on in his life now? Give writing assignments pertinent to the study. Have your child give a presentation to family members and friends about his research. With those suggestions, if incorporated, you've covered history, geography, entertainment, business, composition, and public speaking. If your child has a friend or two interested in the same thing, start a gaming co-op. Each meeting can end with game time while the parents visit. I would be remiss not to bring up co-ops since this podcast is entitled Homeschooling Co-op Style. A co-op can be formed with as few as two families, to as many as you want to include. Children love, love, love meeting together once a week with friends. They not only thrive in co-ops, but you have instantly provided a safe and friendly audience for presentations. I have heard every excuse imaginable as to why some parents will not ever try co-oping. I've also heard many stories about failed attempts, but most of those failures could have been prevented. Some parents refuse to give co-oping a try because they prefer to be with their family only and not with others. Granted, it may place you outside of your comfort zone, but you can do this, especially for the benefits that co-op offers to your children. And, with other parents involved, the workload is shared and minimized. Children are motivated to prepare presentations for the group, and the need to nag is often reduced accordingly. Including somatic snacks and field trips only adds to the appeal of homeschooling co-op style. We need to take a break for a word from our sponsor. Many homeschooling families participate in some type of dual enrollment program, and oftentimes a student has finished one or more years of college before they even graduate high school. The ad you're about to hear is from Dr. Livesay, president of Bryan College. I've been a fan of Bryan College for years, and I'm excited about their amazing dual enrollment program. If you live near Dayton, like we do, your dual-enrolled child can attend classes on campus. However, if you're not close enough to attend a class, your child can take online classes for the unbelievably low price of $100 an hour. And, if you're a Tennessee resident, there are dual-enrollment funds available for high school students as well. You'll be hard-pressed to find a Christian college with a strong worldview emphasis that offers dual-enrollment at this low price. So listen up and check it out. Hello, I'm Stephen Livesay, President of Bryan College, and I'd like to tell you about an exciting offer to assist homeschool families. Bryan seeks to provide a stimulating online environment where our students experience a deepening love for God and His truth. And at $100 per credit hour, your child can finish high school and receive college credit at the same time. To learn more about your child enrolling in Bryan's dual enrollment program, where all classes are taught from a Christian worldview, Contact us at online at bryan.edu, that's B-R-Y-A-N dot E-D-U, or visit bryan.edu slash online. We have available free podcasts that cover everything from how to start a successful co-op all the way to how to make a co-op relevant to teens. Some of our podcasts will greatly encourage you to be more relaxed. Listen to the interviews with Mary Hood and Joyce Herzog, both veterans in the homeschooling industry. They'll give you more suggestions on the why and the how to lighten up. Start with one other family and plan a short four-week co-op where you meet once a week. Center it around something either you or your children love, or center it around something going on in the world today, current events, or an event in history, or on a person, or on a book, 
or own four books. The choices are limitless. If they're young, it could be on transportation or instruments or pirates or princesses. Meet once a week for two to four hours and be sure you include snacks or lunch afterwards. Fellowship and food combined make for a great event every time. Be sure you encourage your children to give presentations, regardless of their age. Even a two-year-old can hold up a picture and point to it. Start off short and simple. You'll be amazed at how the children are self-motivated to do better each week. When a child begins speaking in public at a young age, they rarely develop a fear of public speaking. Each parent can take on an assignment or two weekly, and depending on your desires, you can rotate or stay with the same assignment each week. Here is a sample of how your day could look. But of course, this is only an example. One of the many beauties of homeschooling co-op style is the flexibility one has as to schedule, where you meet, when you meet, and what you study. Arrive at 9 a.m. and begin with a short devotion that's either related to the study or to character. Assign a Bible verse to memorize if desired and review the verse and its meaning. Play a game that helps the students learn the verse. Fill in the blanks, for example. A parent will then share the plans for the day, including pertinent information on the subject being studied. If it's historical, include a timeline at this time. Another parent can prepare a short geography lesson using maps centered around any of the places mentioned in that week's study. If applicable, include arts and crafts or scientific experiments for hands-on learning. Break for a snack, thematic if possible. Have the students share their presentations with the group. End with a recap and go over the next week's assignments. We often stayed for lunch so the children could play and the parents could visit and go over the plans for the next co-op. What will it hurt to give up four weeks in order to give this a try? This past fall, a local group here got together for a geography-based co-op and at first planned to only go for eight weeks. It wasn't long before they decided to break over the holidays but continue in January, extending the co-op for the full year. I'm fairly certain that if you give homeschooling co-op style a try, that you'll find it to be enjoyable, fulfilling, and less stressful than you imagined. So what are you waiting for? Begin planning now. And don't forget, there are many archived podcasts available on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network for you to listen to at your convenience. So thanks for joining us today on Homeschooling Co-op Style. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, be sure to tell your friends. And until next time, this has been Homeschooling Co-op Style.